Live to tape. Welcome to Millennial Episode 46, our live show season finale. It's all built to this moment. A character is going to die. We're going to have cliffhangers. We have so much more. I'm Andrew. I'm Elisa. I'm Laura. And I'm Matt. Well, happy holidays to you all. We made it through another year. Matt and I are dressed for the occasion. Yeah, we're the only ones. And uh, for the season finale, we thought we'd uh, have some fun, do a live show. And, of course, nothing can be fun without some alcohol. Oh. So, unlike you guys, I actually made a drink that one of our listeners suggested. And you are very proud of it. What's the name of the drink? Well, hold on. Let me stall for a second and pull up the person's name. (laughs) (laughs) It's Brittany. We're very prepared. It's Brittany, and she suggested this poinsettia drink. It is champagne, a splash of cranberry, a splash of lime, and some triple sec. And I'm going to really good. That actually yeah. sounds amazing. It sounds it doesn't sound bad, yeah, I got to say. Mm, tastes Matt, good. Matt, what are you drinking? Um, I am drinking a a variation of a hot toddy. It is um, I've been having it soaking all day, the the syrup. It's just mm. uh it is um it is uh, rye whiskey with um with some sugar and uh, star anise, some ginger, some cinnamon, and some cardamom, and mm-hmm. this is it. I call it. It's cold outside, bitch. <laughs> Warm up. I am drinking a variation of um, just vodka, just really this bottle. <laughs> It has also been warming all day, and um, I call it uh, happy. Very nice. I am drinking this amazing Pinot Grigio. Um, It's called Echo Domini, and it's almost gone, actually. So, uh, (laughs) Jeez, we've been on for like 10 minutes. I've been on for almost 45 minutes. Okay. Well. And I had some before, like. I'm ready. You know I can Laura's home this. for the holidays. She had a long semester. Now she's celebrating. She's going to be drunk this Good for you, I say. Thank That's great. You. I just hope you have another bottle ready because it looks like you're going to have that one finished in five minutes. <laughs> so um, we are live right now, and listeners who are tuning in can submit questions or comments through the Q&A feature, and we can see these come in, or at least I can see them come in, and we'll read some as they do. And then later in the show, we're going to have some of you come on if you'd like, uh, we're going to try to have, like, five people on for a couple minutes each, you know, talk about whatever, uh, you know, so it'll be a good time. Anyway, let's talk about the biggest story of the week. And no, I'm not talking about Asian Run. I'm talking about Star Wars The Force Awakens. It opened in theaters last Friday. It broke record after record, top Thursday opening, top Friday opening, top Sunday opening, first movie to make $100 million in a single day. Um, and it deserved it. What did you guys think? Uh, wait, are we... <laughs> Don't <laughs> spoil it. Spoiler free. Yeah, I... no, seriously, let me just preface this by saying I have not seen the movie yet, so if you spoil me, I will fly the fuck out there and kill you. 
Yeah, this, no spoilers. That's what it takes to get you to come visit? Yes. <laughs> well. So, uh, um, yeah, I, I, I liked it. I liked it a lot. Um, there's a few things, like very minor things I had small issues with, but I mean, I think that really just goes with any fan of anything that they watch. You're always going to have your own perfect vision of something, and if it kind of goes astray, then of course you're going to be like, well, I could have done without this or that, but I think yeah, I think I really liked it. I I think the film uh, really uh, catered to fans of the original trilogy, and it also was a nice blend of new faces and old faces. I liked it. I liked it a lot. You, Lisa? Yeah, I agree. I thought it was... I mean, I thought it was awesome. I think it really was as good as Star Wars could get, considering all the hype that was surrounding it. I mean, it's really hard to live up to a franchise like Star Wars, but I think J.J. Abrams did it as well as anybody could. There were a couple of times where, and I I know I've said this a lot about other uh, franchises, but there were a couple of times where, for me, it was right on the edge of... It was right on the edge between nostalgia and trying too hard to be the originals. So there were a couple of times where they were trying to throw back to episodes four, five, or six. And it was like right on that line between like, oh, this is really, really cool. But God, I really hope, you know, like just as an example, this is not a spoiler, but just as an example, you know, Admiral Akbar. You know how in the original, he's like, it's a trap. And I was just, like, really hoping that something like that didn't come up because it just would have been too cheesy. Mm -hmm. There were a couple of times where it was on the edge between, like, cheesy and nostalgic, but it never crossed it. It never went over into, like, cheesy territory. So I think think they struck such a cool balance, and I could not be more stoked for the new characters. I mean, how awesome – are Ray and Finn. Yeah, they I love were fantastic. Them. And Poe too. He was really good. Yeah. Um yeah, I really liked it. For same you know, I'm a new Star Wars fan. I saw the Death Star blow up a week ago. This is all very new to me. Um <laughs> so uh yeah, I really liked it. I've seen it twice now. The second time it was really great to watch it knowing what was going to happen at the end because I guess I had more appreciation for every single scene and mm-hmm. I was more <laughs> I was more emotional the second time I think like knowing what it was all leading up to um, but yeah I mean the other beauty of it was we knew nothing about this movie going into it nobody I mean I, I guess I can't say anything to not spoil it but like you didn't even know who the main characters were going to be so I think they yeah, need to keep to Disney for that. Yeah. They need to keep riding the secrecy because there's a bunch of big questions going into episode 8 and they're going to have similar success I think. Not as big, but similar. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt Sasha really likes your suspenders. She says those suspenders though. Maggie asks if Laura can do her imitation of an iguana during the show. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, oh, you're all you're welcome. Lisa, I just I would like to take this moment to say thank you so fucking much. Mwah. Mwah. You you are exquisite. I know that. You I truly know. are. Um, thank you. I see, Laura, I see I see behind you your bed. I mean you could always go back there, perch like the iguana. I know that 
that lives in your heart and show us all if you want it. She's referring to the fact that that is actually the original scene of the crime. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> well, if we hit $4,000 on Patreon tonight, Laura has agreed to do the Kwana <laughs> thing on I have week. agreed to do nothing. <laughs> Let's just uh, get some more drinks in her first. We'll see yeah, how, I'm how she's out. feeling. So that. Well, let's oh. call let's call Dad and have him bring over another bottle for you. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> must have his number. Uh, and uh, finally, one more. Uh, Shay asks if uh, Mickey Mouse is with us tonight. No, Mickey Mouse is in the <laughs> Mickey Mouse is dead. He's well. right here. He's oh! right here, though. Shut the fuck up, guys. I heard him creeping in. We haven't done it in a long time. Yeah, let's keep it that way. Okay. Do you guys have any holiday break, New Year's plans? Where it's upon um, us. Um, I'm actually going to um, Universal Studios Orlando at the beginning oh, of January. Good. Yeah, what? I'm really excited. Going to Wizarding World? Diagon Alley? Of out. course, yeah. I haven't actually had a chance to go to the Universal side of things yet, so I'm really, really excited for it's that. It's really fun. It really is. Um, when I went, uh, I had my, I did my first-hand experience with trying to Find out, you know, in like the in in the Wizarding World, at least the original one, the uh, the people who are working there can't, like, they're they the yeah, wizards can't, character. yeah, they can't, yeah, they have to stay in character. Well, they, that happens for both sides. The Muggles can't tell you like where Hogwarts is or anything. So, mm. I was I was trying to get on the uh, the Hogwarts the Hogwarts Express. So I asked. Uh, I asked where I can get on the Hogwarts Express, and the guy was like, "What are you talking about?" And I'm like, "Oh, oh, oh, oh um, you, uh, to get to uh, to, to to get to Scotland." He's like, I, uh, "What are you talking about? No, this is this is London. We don't go." Like, that's funny. Is this the way to get to the park? And then he's like, "Okay, sorry, yeah, that that's that, that's it." Like, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I don't know if there's like a rule that you have to like you you have to say in character at least three or four times before you just finally. Wait till they start yelling at you. Well, he saw, he saw you uh, getting ready to punch him, so he figured. Uh, yeah, yeah I wanted to get. I, I ran in front of all these people. Like I went right when the park opened. Nice. Yeah, I'm just I'm here in New Jersey, and uh, I'm going to Vegas for New Year's, so that'll be fun. But until then, I have some friends visiting before New Year, so. Yeah, I'm keeping it cool. You know what I like to do during the holidays? Do something I don't normally do, like relaxing, doing less work. So, uh, what? What was that laugh about, Elisa? <laughs> Nothing. Sorry, I thought I was on mute. Okay, the cool thing about the camera is I can give you the middle finger. So, um, I, I'm I'm playing Roller Coaster Tycoon again. I used to play this game in the early 2000s, and I I set up Windows on my Mac last night. I'm obsessed. I was obsessed with Roller Coaster Tycoon, so I'm loving playing it again. It's so much fun. I love theme parks and I love simulators like this. So it's just a blast. I was really into Roller Coaster Tycoon too. Yeah, it's great. Addicting. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, I just got an Xbox One, so How I'm really pumped. Did you swing that? Uh, I don't know, but um, yeah, it was a Christmas gift for my boyfriend. I'm really pumped for it. I haven't had my own gaming console since the Nintendo 64. Okay? Oh, wow. So, I, I mean, I play games really consistently, but I'm always stealing someone else's gaming system. <laughs> like yeah. my brothers or like my friends or whatever. Uh, so I have my own now. I'm really pumped for it. I'm like halfway through Assassin's Creed already. It's, it's awesome. Nice. I love how you love those types of games. <laughs> I wouldn't peg you for that. Really? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know, because you play Mario. Too. Like, I play Mario, and I don't play Assassin's Creed. Oh, you play Assassin's Mario, Creed is awesome. 
you should have heard this bitch going on and on and on a few years ago when she was like, I rescued Benjamin Franklin's almanac. Hey, <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Listen, that shit was no joke. I had to chase those pages across many a fucking rooftop. You don't know how many horses I had to steal to get that almanac back. <laughs> Just saying. So- I think this is a good time to start our Secret Santa gift opening. Of course, we introduced this a few weeks ago. We all received one of our names. You know, we all know how Secret Santa works. So we mailed each other the gifts. I got mine very late. I got mine today. (laughs) We almost thought mine wasn't going to show up at all. Who Who wants to go first? Andy, I think you should go first. Yeah, Andy. Yeah, you're like our natural leader. Yeah. Oh, it's so... Seamless leader. That's so accurate. It's true. Right, so I, yeah. I received this package today. I'll, I'll, I'll make a comment about the label after I open it and guess. It's very exciting. Who knows what it could be? Please pull out lingerie. <laughs> it's close. It's a t-shirt. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Bit of a gag gift. Wait, what the hell is this? What is this? What is it? <laughs> it's a shirt that says Bernie Sanders is magic. Oh my god. <laughs> That's awesome. And he's a unicorn he's on a unicorn with a rainbow. That... <laughs> <laughs> is somebody trying to tell me I need to get behind Bernie? Yeah, I think so. Am I guessing now or waiting till everybody opens? We're gonna we're gonna actually I think last we discussed we were gonna reveal it at the end of the show. That way the listeners can play along at home. Okay, well, so I shouldn't guess. Oh, they can guess. Yeah. You can guess, but just don't reveal who actually sent it. Oh, well, I don't know. Okay. Okay. Uh, I, I'm... I'll guess. I'm going to guess Elisa. But no, <laughs> don't don't reveal. Okay. I don't okay. know. I feel like you're trying to... Seems like something you would give. That's that's absolutely... All right, well, Elisa, how about you go next once you mm. stop drinking? Thank you. Okay. So... <laughs> I got this. Someone was an overachiever and sent me this like five months ago. Um, five been, months ago. Oh, look at this. Someone's like really has their shit together. So, oh my gosh, is this like a real present? I want to feel bad if this is like a real, actual fucking gift. Um, oh my god, it's a real gift. That's an <laughs> Amy Schumer live at the Apollo. This oh, that's awesome. Oh, yeah, I love awesome. that. That's a really funny that's concert. A really good oh, one. my God. That's... I, so... You okay. feel like a fucker now, don't you? Oh, my God. <laughs> the Thomas Jefferson Reader. <laughs> <laughs> what? This is... The, I mean, my Christmas is made. So <laughs> you fuckers knows me way too fucking well. <laughs> way too fucking... <laughs> Best combination ever since, like, chocolate and peanut butter. Seriously. <laughs> thank you, whoever, like, makes, like, now, but, okay, no, actually, I don't thank you, because now I feel like an asshole, because... Oh, I can't wait to see what Elisa gave. I know. <laughs> well, maybe it was a t-shirt. I'll tell you, the t-shirt does not live up to this, so... <laughs> thank you, whoever. Okay, um, I'm supposed to guess. Um... So this, I think, oh, I'm going to say it's either, I'm going to say it's either Laura or Andrew. I don't okay. think, I don't know. 
I feel like there was. I don't uh... think Matt would be smart <laughs> enough to give you this gift. No, it's not about the <laughs> gift. Actually, it's about it's about this. It's this. It's the paper that gives it away. It's just <laughs> someone who is super organized and has their shit together included this, and that's not me or you. I feel like I feel like the type A and type B personalities on this show are pretty split, so yeah, you no might be right. I uh, I I wrapped mine in like cellophane, so it's not an insult. All right, next next one. I can go next. I'm. Okay. Let me just preface this by saying I'm terrified. My mom. So I got two boxes, and my mom accidentally opened one of them because she wasn't expecting me to get two, and she thought it was just a random Amazon box, or so she tells me. Um, and she said that when she opened the second one, she burst out laughing. Um, so I'm, oh, like, gosh. terrified oh, that there's, like, a promising. big like like, yellow dildo in there or something. Why um, did it have to be yellow? Because, well, you invented that song, Matt. Don't you remember? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yellow dildos in my butt. Maybe you can sing that for everybody. Yellow dildos up my butt. By the way, two people yellow. in the chat have guessed that Elise's gift is Laura. Maybe. Gabby and Caleb are both guessing. Why? Why, I wonder. Well, I think for the same reasons you said. It's because we're in love. It's fine. Okay. So, anyway, I, I, we received a confessional email instructing me to open this smaller box first, so that's what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, now, don't cut yourself. I know you're a little drunk, so I'm not. I have a, I'm doing it with a SIM ejector. I'm not going to cut myself on this. What's a what SIM ejector? It's to eject a SIM card from your phone. Oh. Oh boy. Somebody <laughs> oh, used to work in a tech box. store. Why? This is boxes within boxes. This is like Inception. <clears throat> oh, what is this? <laughs> Wait. What is it? It's it's a, it's a it's a bath bomb. Okay. Okay. Um. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> Is she supposed to go and try it live on cam? <laughs> Maybe you're supposed to expose yourself in a bathtub? No, I mean, it smells Laura, really nice. Can you take a bath right now? <laughs> Maybe that's, it's a hint. Maybe somebody's like, bitch, you need to bathe. Okay, now I'm going to open the second one. This is the one that my mom already opened. Now there's a book. All right. What, what's the book? What the fuck? No, seriously. The fuck is this? <laughs> it's, the gift, it's the, the gift title, that keeps on giving. The title is of Glenn Beck's book is It Is All About Islam. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> I think someone's... It is all about you. Islam. Yes. Show no, title. That... There are chapters in here, and the chapters are titled Lie Number Whatever. <laughs> this one is called Lie Number 13, Islam Respects Freedom of Speech. <laughs> it's chapter titles start with lie. Uh, okay. Oh, God. And there's one more box. I don't... Um, oh, it smells good. Hmm. They're candles, I think. And they're wrapped in, like, eight tons of bubble wrap. They smell good. They're Glade candles. That's what I have. So oh, wait. This, Yay. <laughs> I think this was like a, a sandwich present where it's like something that smells nice, then Glenn Beck, then something else that smells I think, nice. I think you're supposed to put the bath bomb in the tub, light the candles around the tub, 
and read Glenn Beck in the tub. <laughs> what a better way to read about Islam. Maybe, maybe that is. Maybe that's what it is. Well, I was thinking, like, I thought Bath Bomb, and then I thought the Glenn Beck book, and I was like, is this some, like, is it is it a joke about, like, Glenn Beck and what he thinks of Islam? I don't know, but they smell, no, it smells really <laughs> nice. Brittany says, Brittany says, I don't normally condone burning books, but that book would look good in the fireplace. Mm. I agree. I agree. First, I got two. I got two boxes. I got two boxes. I got nothing to open it with. Uh, ooh. A screw. <laughs> okay. Laura, a lot of people are asking to let them know when you're in Orlando. Yeah, I saw that actually. I was gonna address it after we finished. You should you should do a meetup in the Hogshead or the other the, one of the breweries there in the Wizarding World. That's what I was actually gonna say is that we should meet up. We'll we'll set up a time and place. Don't worry, guys. Yeah, don't worry, guys. Yeah. All right, I'll bring autographs. <laughs> uh oh, oh, this box has um, musical notes on it. It's 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 tea. It's it, it's tea. <laughs> oh, it's, that's nice. It's tea. It's um, it's Doctor Who tea. There's Doctor Who tea. That's clever. Yeah. See, guys. That's clever. That's adorable. Wait, what's, what's the flavor? Is there a flavor like British David Tennant? Like, is it like <laughs> David Tennant? <laughs> David Tennant flavored tea. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> it smells like a British man. All right, and the second. Oh, I have a second one. That's right. Um, Gabby okay. says, just hanging out with a beer and my knitting stuff from Millennial Live. So good. Aww. So good. Courtney is asking <laughs> if we could prank Micah, and that's a very upvoted question. I'm but sorry, I, I don't know how we would be able to do that. All right. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I'm starting to feel really tipsy. Great. <laughs> but I, I don't feel tipsy much. enough yet. All right. I didn't intend to get drunk, but it might happen. <laughs> I'm going to get warm. messages in the group chat tomorrow. Did we record last night? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I found a copy of Amy Schumer's stand-up on my bed and my oh, over it, all over it. All right, so it's... Oh, it's fucking wrapped. It says, um... It says, enjoy, bitch. So... Okay. You guys Wait, really what is it? Bitch. You guys really get me. It's um, it's so pretty. I just don't wanna. I I, I feel like I don't wanna destroy it. <gasps> My God, you guys, am I the is, is the only thing you know about me is Doctor Who? Is that the only <laughs> thing about me? Pretty much. Out of almost ten years of our friendship, the only thing you've gotten away from me is that I watch Doctor Who. By the That's way, Caleb says Caleb in the chat says Laura slash Elisa one true pairing, and I agree. Oh, yeah. See, I purposely didn't read that comment because I thought that was bullshit. I uh, I didn't I didn't hear you Excuse correctly. Me? I thought you said Laura and Elisa show your pairing, which I thought I meant show your. T- Listen, um, well, wait till I get to the bomb in this glass. Uh, I'm almost done with this bottle of wine, so you never know. So what is that, you, Matt? It is a tea. I think it's a it's a okay. It's a, it's a mud. It's a mug. It's a mug. Okay. Oh, it's, hard nice. it's so cute. You guys are so adorable. Is there a gift for someone? Well, one of us is. Say, <laughs> <laughs> I received, I received a, an anonymous message letting me know that there was a note in one of my boxes. Um, however, I went through them, and there's not. So I don't know what to say. <laughs> 
there's a gift receipt and like a little receipt for the bath bomb, but there's no note. I, I think Amazon fucked up. An anonymous message? Where did you get this anonymous message? Through the millennial confessional. <laughs> it delivered right to your phone. It did. It was magical. All right, so let's 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 all um let's guess. Or let's reveal, right? She said Andrew's was from Matt, Elisa's was from Andrew, Laura's was from Elisa, and Matt's was from Laura, is her guess. I could buy that. I could buy that. Yeah. Too much champagne. Yeah, I mean, whatever. I'm almost through this wine, this bottle. All right, so are we revealing now? Let's just reveal now. Sure. Sure. Okay. Uh Huh? Yeah, who was mine? Uh, That was me. Okay. That was nice. Um, and I got a, I actually got a story. So, um, so I ordered. So that's actually not your gift. What? <laughs> what the fuck? Um, this. So you have you have two coming. I have another <laughs> one coming. Yeah, because I bought I bought the original one. I'm not gonna tell you because you get a choice between the two to keep. And I ordered that oh, on I December. I ordered it on December fourth, and it's and it's arriving tomorrow. So I ordered, I ordered another one, a buffer, just in case. Anyway, okay, so uh, Elisa, I, I had you. I That's fucking, me. I knew, I knew it was you. Yeah. <laughs> I feel so, okay, thank you so much, because they were actual real gifts that I'm going to <laughs> actually I, use. Two things. I never heard you ever mention Amy Schumer, but I figured, like, she's right up your alley. Like, that's your type of humor. And second of all, I was in a used bookstore, and I was I knew I had you at that point. And I was like, let me let me look, see what the – let me look at the presidential section for, for Thomas Jefferson. And I found that there, so. I have to say, I'm really actually genuinely touched that, like, you were able <laughs> – but you were able to pick out that I would like Amy Schumer, even though I never brought her. I do love her. I think she's, oh, I think good. she's great. Awesome. I'm so happy about that. Yeah. Have I ever told you how handsome you are? <laughs> like, you're really cute. So this is why I feel bad, because mine was <laughs> Laura. I fucking knew it. <laughs> so wait, I first tell me what the note said because I feel like that's gonna help it coalesce. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Hold on. The note was like, so Andrew actually had it on the money. It was something like, I know grad school's been stressful for you, so sit back, unwind in a nice bubbly bath, and let Papa, let Papa Bear Glenn Beck lull you into a sense of den. You were supposed to, it was supposed to be like, you know, like a relaxation package. <laughs> no, no, so like totally it, it is. The ca- the candles in the bath bomb are awesome. That's clever. <laughs> they actually smell really amazing. I will say this too, actually, so I wanted the scent of your bath bomb is like fresh rain and I wanted that one in particular. And I actually like got on the phone with like Amazon support because they were trying <laughs> They were trying to give me, like, some orange creamsicle bullshit. I'm like, no, oh. fresh rain, bitch. I need fresh rain. Yo, Amazon, like, this is important. I think that's what the Middle East smells like, so this is very important. No, I love it. Thank you very much. I will probably read the Glenn Beck book just because I feel like I should know what the opposition is saying. <laughs> About Islam. Yeah, so I'll tape, I'll tape the pages that I tore out back into the book. And then I will read it. Laura, what was yours? Um, well, process or of elimination. Matt, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got Matt's. So 
Matt, I'm sorry that all I know about you is that you like Doctor Who. You know, there are, <laughs> there, are, there are definitely worse things that you could have given me. So, so I, too. I like so this. So here was yeah. the thing. Originally, I started out with just the TARDIS mug, but then I remembered that I had bought TARDIS tea in the past, and the fun thing about that tea... You had this just actually... lying around in your house? No, I actually oh. ordered you your own. Oh, that's adorable. But the fun it's... thing about the bag is it's a three-ounce bag of tea, but they put four ounces of tea in that bag since the TARDIS is bigger on the inside. <gasps> oh and my I thought God. that was really cute, it's and you would like it. So, that's so much better now. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, all right, bitch, I accept yeah. this. I actually love it now, so... I almost sent you a butt plug, but it was over $20. Oh, so... it's okay. So and I didn't. I don't need anymore. I don't, yeah, I don't need anymore. <laughs> I almost sent Laura something sexual too, but I, I swear to God, I had this thought. I was like, her mom is gonna open it. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking know it. I fucking know it. I actually one time I did send Laura like back in the day. I sent Laura a bunch of like a bunch of like shit, and I put a lock on it because I was afraid <laughs> of people opening it. <laughs> So there, there was, was one day where, like, I came home from work, and that box was just sitting on my bed, and I had not left it there. And there was, like, all kinds of stuff in there that Lisa had sent me, and I was like, oh, son of a bitch. So, <laughs> it, so it looks like Natalie was right about all of us. She was. Yeah, she knows yeah. us too well. Yeah. There was, um, speaking of that, gifting, having things sent to a house that are inappropriate, I, um... Back in 2006, going into 2007, I ordered a giant inflatable penis to bring to Vegas. This was in 2006. And I had it delivered here because I was obviously still living here. And it came in. I get home from school, and it's sitting on the table, wrapped up, of course. But I was like, oh, my God. Imagine if my parents, because, you know, I was like 20 and 19. Imagine if my parents opened that. That would be crazy. One time for Elisa's birthday, I, I bought her a vibrator but I had it shipped to my house first so I could send it to her. And I'm like 99% sure my mom opened it. And I was kind of like, I was like, it's not for, it's not for me. <laughs> okay. So let's move on. We have a couple of news items. First, uh, a, a lighter topic, and then we'll get onto a more serious topic. Um, Hermione's black guys. Oh, yes. fuck. Right, right out of the gate. Are we starting yeah. with this? So, Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, this is the stage play that's opening in London next June. Um, this is a sequel. It's going to. It's considered the eighth story, officially. And they announced who is playing Harry, Ron, and Hermione in their older years. And Hermione is being played by a person of color. Naturally, this surprised a lot of people. I mean, it was surprising to everybody, because... For as long as we've known, Hermione has been white in the movies. It's been assumed in the books, even though, as J.K. Rowling said later, um, or this uh, Monday morning, um, she's never explicitly stated her race. Uh, but still, it's very, it's it's interesting. It doesn't make a difference to the story. Exactly. Nothing really changes. But it was just, it was just... Surprising, uh, but I, with that said, I'm very excited. Elisa. Yeah, I think it's I think it's great. Again, it doesn't make a difference. It doesn't change canon at all. It doesn't change the plot. It doesn't change any of the themes. Um, in some ways, one might be able to argue that it it 
even enhances the theme of Hermione struggling with, you know, having gone through a lot of uh, discrimination for being a mudblood and what have you. It just enhances the theme of, of being anti-discrimination. I think it's great. I think it's fine. It doesn't bother me at all. I will say that, well, two things. One, I'm a little surprised that there are any Harry Potter fans anywhere who would be bothered by this. I know. Given what yeah. Harry Potter is about. I mean, so much of Harry Potter is very thematic of World War II and the Nazis and, and what have you. And to have Harry Potter fans express that they were bothered somehow, I, either it indicates to me that um, racism exists everywhere, which is unfortunate, uh, or that people just aren't getting that it really doesn't make a difference. I don't know, but mm. um, you fuckers pulled a little bit of a prank on me. Yes. And I would like you to explain yourselves now. Yeah, so what, what happened was we were talking about this news, and Laura and I, I think mainly, were talking about it in our group chat that we have. And Elisa kind of jumps in and goes, wait, what? Or I can't remember what you said exactly. But then I was like, I said to myself, we should fuck with her. So I <laughs> typed before Laura got another word in. I think Laura was probably about to like explain what was happening. I almost I was, did. Yeah, I was like, you know how Stephanie Meyer gender-bent Twilight earlier this year? Well, now J.K. Rowling is race-bending the Harry Potter series. And then Laura and, and, and I, we ended up tricking Elisa into thinking that J.K. Rowling was actually going to re-release the Harry Potter books with race-bending. You guys are horrible <laughs> friends. I believed this. The best and, part of it was that, like, we didn't skip a beat. It wasn't planned. We weren't talking yeah. on the side being like, let's do this. It was just, like, <laughs> there was this, like, connection where I was, where we were both just, like, we got to fuck with her. Yeah. And, and it just, it went on. It was perfect. It was beautiful. But it only lasted about 20 minutes because I genuinely felt bad. Me too. That Lisa genuinely believed that the Harry Potter books were about to be re-released. <laughs> Fucking serious! Well, I, and then, I, I want five more Thomas Jefferson books from you. Andrew. <laughs> and then, and then Laura and I were texting each other. So we were like, "How does she? How is she not like checking Facebook and reading a real news article about this? Why? Oh, I'm sorry that I trusted my best I friend. I know. Now you'll never trust us again. So that's like I'm sitting in the living room with my mom, and I'm cracking the fuck up over this I was and my mom my mom's like oh it's so funny your best friend trusts you like you're kind of an <laughs> asshole <laughs> Laura yeah. was like yeah the book one's gonna be re-released next year with the race bent <laughs> characters <laughs> I mean you guys got into it too you were like well so far they've confirmed the first three um <laughs> We don't know when the others are coming out yet. <laughs> to be continued. I'm like, what the fuck? How did I miss it? Elisa, Elisa was trying to make sense of it. Like, wait, what? <laughs> if she re-releases it, how is it going to be different than the books that were already exactly. released? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, that, that was, that, that gave me pause for a moment, primarily because I was like, how does this change the story necessarily? Like, okay, so if Hermione's black in the books and, like, the new re-releases now... How does that change the plot? Like that's cool and everything, but like, how does it change anything? Like, what's the point? And yeah. I don't know. It was <laughs> it threw me for a loop. I'll I'll give you that. So and that so the biggest 
the people who are complaining, if I understand it correctly, it's hard to tell just how many people are actually bothered like this. There are definitely people who are bothered by it, but then there's also, of course, a lot of people who aren't. I think the people are bothered because she was white in the movie, so canon, she's white. But as people people who know theater very well know, um, a person of a different race than what it was initially described as or initially canon, like that that happens and that's fine. And it like we keep saying, it doesn't make a difference. So it'll be interesting. Be, I mean, this is just the tip of the iceberg. I mean, it's 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 a different it's a different world, honestly. The uh, the theater world is so much more different than than film because with film it just represents so much because it's only one copy. Like with with the cursed child, you're going to have multiple people playing these characters anyways. Like I don't think it's that big of a deal in the theater world as as it is as we're make as people are trying to make it out to be. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, as 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 much as I I always wanted Hermione to be to be a black character for some reason I just I just wanted it so bad. Like if I were to remake the series, <laughs> I would remake I would make Hermione black because she because it just makes more sense to me. The, the funny well, thing about this is people have been campaigning about uh, over on the uh, campaigning for this for a good year now. So well, and and the fact of the matter is that you know J.K. Rowling has said this, and other readers of the books have pointed this out. Nowhere in the books does it actually specify Hermione's race, right? No, and, I mean Hermione. Her, I mean Hermione. J.K. Rowling herself even said that. Yes, exactly. And I did just want to say, like, you know, kind of to jump off of Matt's point, like, one theater is a very different creature. And if you if you see any shows, you might notice that people of different races have portrayed the same character over time. I saw Hedwig and the Angry Inch um, in the fall right before it finished. And at the time that I saw it, Tay Diggs was playing the, the title character, whereas in the past that person had been portrayed by a white man. So this, this isn't unusual in theater. And also it is really significant for yeah. people of minority backgrounds. It really is. I was talking to Elisa mm-hmm. about this the other day. You know, people people of color are so often cast in in these awful secondary roles yes. that are just completely based on stereotypes. And I think it's very important, and I understand why people feel it's so significant to have such a heroic main character portrayed by a woman of color. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a wonderful thing. Yeah. And, you know, this is the tip of the iceberg. There are going to be revelations, I think, in this play that are going to send people, you know, going crazy. I mean, we we could hear about characters who have died. We could hear about, you know, Dean came out of the closet. He's gay now. We can hear about, oh, so-and-so's transgender. Wait, wait, what what was that? Like, that seems like a personal hope. That, like, that was something that you probably wanted. No, I don't fantasize about Dean being gay at all. No, definitely not. Yeah, definitely not. <laughs> what if, oh my god, what, you guys, what if Hermione and Ron were uh, divorced? Um, That's been called a rumor. It. Called it. That's like, yeah, like, they already had problems before they were a couple. No shit. No, Ron and Hermione, OTP. Don't even... Uh, Laura, Elisa, OTP. Well, that's obviously number one, but Ron and Hermione is like a close second. Okay, fine. couple more comments here. Maggie says, I really like Matt's Santa hat. Me too. Nick says, Thanks. just tuning in, time to get hammered. Hey. All yeah. right. Yeah. You're late, welcome. but welcome. <laughs> uh, Kelsey says, how did each of the hosts figure out that Santa Claus didn't exist? Hmm. Oh. Elisa, I... 
great story. You have a story. I have a fucking story for you. All right, wait. So, let me make let me make a drink real quick. Okay, I'm gonna put a little bit more of this in here. So um, this in here. This 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 in this <laughs> here is going in here like this. Um, I was I was really young. I was probably only about seven years old, and. Uh, my next-door neighbor runs over and tells me, okay, I have a secret for you, but you can't tell anyone. Aww. And he's like, Santa isn't real. And I was like, bullshit. Because, <laughs> first of all, I written that motherfucker several letters and got replies. That's number one. Number two, I found reindeer poop in my front fucking yard, and my parents made me clean it up. It had sparkles in it. It was for sure reindeer shit. Number three, I heard them galloping on the roof. So I'm like, seven-year-old me is like, suck my dick, Christopher. Santa is for sure fucking real. He's like, no, you can't tell anybody. I was probably, I swore not to tell. I run up to my parents and I'm like, you need to kick Chris Charles out of our fucking house right now because he's telling lies. And they're like, what is he saying? I'm like, he's saying Santa isn't real. They have this look on their face like my dog just died. They sit me down at the table, and they're like, okay, we have a confession for you. And they confess that, that they were, in fact, Santa all along. The reindeer shit covered in sparkles was my dog shit, and they had just went <laughs> out dog there. shit. They went out there with actual like, glitter, sprinkled the glitter on the dog shit, and then made me clean it up because I thought it was Rudolph. Okay, and then there. I, so I'm I'm devastated. Clearly, I go and I like gather all the Santa letters off the refrigerator. I'm burning them in the sink and sobbing. And then I go. I said, wait, 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 wait. You've so lied sad. to me. You've lied to me about this. What else have you lied to me about? I'm like, what God. about the East? What about the Easter Bunny? And they're like, yeah, he's fake too. I'm like, what? What about the Tooth Fairy? And they're like, yeah, she's fake too. I'm like. What? What about Jesus? And they're like, oh, no, 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 that one's real. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. Don't believe it. Not believing anything anymore. And that was how I um, grew out of Christianity. <laughs> the reindeer poop is am- I thought it would have been like a prop, not actual dog oh shit with, with sparkles no, on it. It was actual dog shit, and here's the great part, is that when I was older and I confronted my parents about it, apparently my dad took raw oatmeal grains, mixed it with glitter, and sprinkled it on top of the yes, dog shit. Yes, yes, that's, oh, well, I didn't know about dog shit, but, like, that's what, that's how I found out that Santa wasn't real. That exact reason, because I was told by one of my friends that if you mixed um, oatmeal and glitter together and you sprinkled it all over uh, your house, uh, <laughs> Santa would find your house because of the glitter, because that's, it's sparkles. That's, and they, sorry. But, Oh, go ahead. Well, they sold that in my middle school. You could buy reindeer food, oatmeal, and sparkles, and you came yes. in like a plastic right. bag, and then you would go throw it all over your front yard, and like, oh, right. you're feeding the reindeer. Right. Well, that was the year that um, I mean, the year that I found out, I I really wanted everything I I asked for that year, so I um, I got all the glitter in 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 my mom's uh my little pan in her pan her arts and crafts pantry, and I climbed up. Uh, on the fence, try to get to the roof of the house to spread a glitter all over the the roof of my house, and my mom started freaking out when she. My mom and dad actually were both freaking out when they saw me on the roof, and they were asking like, "What the fuck are you doing? Like, oh, I'm, it's for Santa! It's for Santa!" 
<laughs> and that's they told me that Santa wasn't real. Elisa, you mentioned um, you heard him on the roof. Did your dad go up on the roof and fucking stomp or something? Yeah. So my so it wasn't my father. It was my grand. It was my grandfather. And for several years in a row, every Christmas Eve, I would wake up and I would hear stomping on the roof. And uh, then I would sneak out into the dining room. I look outside, and there was Santa Claus climbing down the fucking roof like Spider Man. Your and uncle, was, so funny. Your it was grandfather my dressed as Santa Claus as well. He dressed as Santa Claus, stomped around on the roof. My dad sprinkled glitter in the dog shit, and it was a whole production growing up. Very see, elaborate. See, my dad used to go out and stomp on the roof to make us go to bed because we'd be like, "Oh fuck, he's here!" And we'd like, <laughs> run, you know. But mm-hmm. like, I don't even remember when I stopped believing in Santa. I think there was a part of me that always kind of knew it was just a fun Christmas thing. Um, and my parents never tried to keep the charade up once we didn't believe anymore. Yeah. Um, we were not ever religious in any way. So they were just kind of like, Oh, you know, when they find out, they find out. Um, but yeah, we had the reindeer feed. We didn't do the reindeer shit. And I think that just, it's insane. It's such a Monty thing. Like, yeah, yeah. That's Elisa's dad. Like, it's just, it's such an Elisa's dad thing. The guy's hilarious, and <laughs> I, I never had a, um, a moment where it was revealed. It was just like naturally, just growing yeah. Up. Like, but I used to fear the day that, like, I was genuinely scared. You were like, I know that through. I'm gonna find out he's fake. Yeah, and I, I dreaded it for some reason. I don't know. That I guess so it funny. when I was a kid, it felt like I don't know, then child or something. Yeah. Anyway, uh, everybody's in agreement, Elisa. You have the best stories. Kelsey Always. says she's crying. <laughs> Alvino says Elisa tells the absolute best stories. Oh, I love you guys. Maggie says your parents are just amazing. They are. They really, they are. Agrees. Oh my I, god. I, the, the reindeer poop thing's a little and making you clean it up. I mean, that's a step. Too yeah, far. making you clean it up was <laughs> such now a clean this up. I feel like that was. <laughs> Ingenious in some ways. I don't know. They were it was the out. only way for them to get you to clean up the shit from the front line. <laughs> Pretty much. Just right. So, Elisa, why don't you uh, talk about this next story? Okay. So, a bit of a serious note, but not not too much. I want to talk a little bit about healthcare costs that are on the rise in 2016 because this is the last episode of the year. We're looking forward to the new year, and this year, 2015. United States healthcare premiums rose an average of about 2%, but next year they are predicted to rise 7.5%. Now, that's a national average, and so some states will see um, even less than that, and other states will actually see their premiums double or triple. So depending on where you live, it could get really bad or even potentially better, but the national average is 7.5%. That's still a pretty serious spike. Um, And I wanted to talk a little bit about this because I wanted to see where everyone's health insurance stood and whether or not this impacts our view and our support of Obamacare because, you know, that was obviously President Obama's, like, signature piece of legislation. And how does this impact our our view of that and why do we think this is happening? Um, Laura, what are your initial thoughts on on this? You know I have thoughts. Um, I know you do. (laughs) So first, I wanted to give a shout-out to my friend Summer. She texted me earlier in the show and said that she was actually watching the stream. So hi, Summer. Aw. That's in. weird. She's, she's, no, 
Listen, my friends support me, okay? It's not weird. She's awesome. Where are your friends? friends? Yeah. Where are well, they? <laughs> we'll see. The season's not over yet. There could still be a few surprises waiting for us. But anyway, um, <laughs> so my, here are my thoughts. I actually just recently signed up for Obamacare. Um, I'm a resident of the state of Georgia. Um, I'm losing my insurance at the end of the year because I've just recently graduated, so I can't be on the school's insurance anymore. My insurance every month is going to cost me $220. I am currently unemployed. I have no mm -hmm. income. And the reason that I'm paying so much is because my state turned down Medicaid expansion. So really poor people who have little to no income in my state are not getting any kind of subsidy. The interesting thing is that my best friend, who actually has a full-time job and is sort of like middle of the road, she is receiving a subsidy. So she's paying about $90 a month, whereas I'm paying almost double what she's paying. So, or actually more than double than what she's paying. So it's, it's an interesting question. I think what it boils down to is that Obamacare requires a few very specific moves in order to actually work the way that it was intended to work. And one of those ways that would help it work is by accepting things like Medicaid expansion. And by not doing so, you're actually charging poor people a lot of money, a lot of money they can't spend. I'm very lucky because I have family support, you know? Yeah, right. So I think it's really hard to expect a program to work when you're not giving it all the necessary tools that it needs to work. And I think what a lot of these generally speaking red states are doing is they're rejecting the funding in order to make it work. And then they're saying, oh, look, it doesn't work. Yeah. Well, no fucking shit. Yeah, exactly. I, I think it is a self-fulfilling prophecy in some ways because I will say the data shows that blue states, i.e. Democratic governors who accepted the marketplace and the Obamacare expansion, their premiums are set to rise by significantly smaller margins than the red states and the governors who opposed Obamacare. So I don't think that's a coincidence. I think Laura's right. I think that saying, oh, we're against Obamacare, then rejecting Obamacare and saying, oh, look, it doesn't work, um, is circular logic, number one. The second thing, too, and this has nothing to do with politics. This is just you know, free market economics. Uh, the insurance companies have come out and said that the primary reason this is happening, actually, is because they underestimated how sick the uninsured were. So Obamacare didn't take effect in earnest until 2014. And so when they were setting their prices for 2015, they were mostly just guesstimating how much they needed to raise their prices to account for all of the new people signing up. Uh, that's why it only rose by 2%. That was just their mm -hmm. best guess. But finally, in 2016, now they have an entire year of actual data at their disposal, and they can see how sick the nation really was. And they're thinking, and they're going, oh shit, we didn't make any money. In fact, lots of health insurance companies uh, like Aetna and even some Blue Cross plans lost money in 2015. And so they're using 2016 uh, basically as a catch-up period because they underestimated, you know, when they were mandated by law to take on new, uh, new customers, regardless of pre-existing conditions and et cetera, et cetera, they underestimated how sick these people really were. And that's really the bottom line. That's really what it comes down to. And so 
for my part, personally, no, I don't support Obamacare any less because all this tells me is that the people um, who are were paying for uh, really fucking needed it. And I think it's, you know, my, my premium has gone up too. But I'm okay with it personally. I know not everybody is as privileged as mm -hmm. I am, but personally I'm okay with it because I know that so many others are so much worse off. Well, yeah, the fact is that, is that if you complain about it, like you're only getting the people who are making it harder for you what they want. It's, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of... It's kind of a bad situation for us because we know that, I mean, this is really the best option that most of us have, but the fact that this year most of our premiums, myself included, are going up this year, we, we, we really have no other option because what we, the only other option would be to go against what we're actually trying to fight for. Oh, there's always the public option <laughs> that got completely uh, lambasted and whitewashed, but that's Another story for another day. Right, that's yeah. something like you can't, like I was saying before, you cannot stonewall something and then be surprised when it doesn't work. Um, you know, I just, I want to say too, I feel like, and maybe this is something they didn't consider, but doesn't it make logical sense that the people who are the most sick are going to be the first ones to sign up for Obamacare? So of course it's going to cost more. Definitely, because people are really fucking sick. You know, I don't know. I don't. I don't know this system well, but I got a letter a month or two ago saying my premium was going down fifteen dollars. Oh, what? Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Seriously. Fuck you. And I took a picture and I I circled it. <laughs> I was like, the next time I hear people complaining about. Rising healthcare costs. I'm just going to reply with this picture. <laughs> it says, That's great. Your premium is being lowered. So I don't. I don't know exactly why this is the technical reasons or whatever. Well, I mean, you and it's I. because the rest of us are subsidizing you. You freeloader. Yeah, we we have yeah. a blue state. Maybe that's why. So uh, moving on now, we have a few listeners here in the chat. We're going to bring some on. Uh, Gabby, let's have you on first. Uh, I think you were one of the first ones to jump in here. Just unmute your mic. You're muted by default. Hey. Hello. Hi, Gabby. Hi. Yes. How's it going? Good. How are Good. you? Good. I love your hat. I see Thanks. I went and got it specifically when I saw you guys were dressed up. Oh, awesome. Oh, really? oh, nice. oh, oh fuck. Well, I, mean, I got to put mine back on. Yeah. <laughs> what, what are you knitting there? I, I see you working away. I'm making washcloths for family members for Christmas, so I'm down to the wire. That's awesome. Washcloths? That's yeah. so cool. That's really nice. Yeah, I've I made need like a eight or nine so far. Oh, shit. That's awesome. You're yeah. fucking thrifty. I can't do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's that's my a, new jam. That's a great activity to pass the time, isn't it? Boop, 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 boop. I would yeah, love to learn I how to knit. I just said Netflix and knit or crochet. It's awesome. Netflix and knit. That's <laughs> Netflix the new and thing now. All the yeah. kids are doing it. Yeah. Where are you in the world? West Michigan. Michigan, okay. When I was doing a test show earlier, like four people were from Michigan. Everybody, all of our listeners are in Michigan. We could, I mean, we could have worse places. Absolutely, I love Michigan. It's pretty nice most of the time. Sometimes there's some sort of BS, like Trump last night in Grand Rapids, but oh, that's <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah it's like 20 miles north of where I live, so that was so you went really cool. No, I didn't go. I 
had to go to work the next morning. So I was like, yeah, I'm not going to waste my time on that. But I know several people who reserved seats and didn't go. And I know a couple people who reserved seats and went and just recorded the chaos. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. So, um, uh, you're celebrating Christmas, I assume. Yeah, mm-hmm. obviously, you're wearing the Santa. She's wearing a fucking <laughs> Santa hat. Thing. I don't know. Get on like, our is, level, like, Gabby. Is she, is she covered in glitter and oatmeal? No, I'm actually. I'm wearing. Um, we did our own secret Santa, oh, and I got a oh my fucking love shirt. it. I love it so much. That's awesome. I want. I want so, it. I want it so much right now. <laughs> it was awesome. Very cool. All right. Well, thank you, Gabby. Uh, we're going to hang up on you now because okay. we have other people. But thank you. <laughs> I, I think how it is. No, we love you. <laughs> well, thanks, thanks for listening. Have a happy holiday. You too. Bye, Good Gabby. Luck on Bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Hide from broadcast. I guess I won't eject her because that'll probably prevent her from listening. All right. You let's have on. You're like the king of tact. I just yeah. I want to say. Let's add in Caitlin. You have a pet there. <laughs> Line. I do. <laughs> my cat. <gasps> oh, oh my god. Oh, this is Oliver. Oh my Aww. god. Hello, Aww. Oliver. Hi. Oh, look at how cute. Hello. <laughs> Cat's like instant regret. <laughs> Where are you in the country, Caitlin? Um, I am about 30 minutes outside of Nashville, Tennessee. Oh, nice. cool. oh, we love. We was yeah. one of our stops when we did our uh, our Twilight tour. We oh, stopped in Nashville. I had no idea. Yeah, or did we do a, an actual stop in Nashville? No, no. I think you, Mason, and I road trip through there, or maybe not. No, no, you no. Did. That's, that's that's it. No, what's what Nashville is significant for me is that that was the only time when I got to drive during the road trip, and <laughs> you guys were all asleep, and I was all by myself, and I got to see. The uh the Batman uh building that had like the two oh, yeah. things on the on the downtown. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's my story. So. Nashville's a great town. I feel like a lot of people like aren't super familiar with it, but actually I really quite like Nashville. It's a lot I, of fun. I like, it's I a like fun it. area. It's a fun area. I haven't or, spent as much time hmm. there as I should have, like since I grew up there. I haven't ever been to like the Hall of Fame or anything. I feel like that's mm. a, a common thing with everybody, like uh, where where they're from. Like the places that you that most people would think that you would frequent, you don't really even go there. Like yeah. with with like with Los Angeles, like I don't go downtown ever because I don't want to. <laughs> There's too many yeah. people there. So uh, any holiday plans? Any thoughts on uh, Black Hermione? Um, I'm going to my husband's. We're going to Murray, Kentucky for Christmas, so that should be fun. Oh, cool. Is that a tradition? No. We've only been married for a year and a half, so last year we stayed with my family, and this year we're going to his. And Okay. And next year you're just not going to deal with family? I don't really know. We're just kind of playing it by ear. Mm-hmm. Um, and Black Hermione, I mean, I love it. At first, when I saw the picture of the actress, it kind of took me by surprise, and I was like, man's not black, and I immediately felt horrible, because <laughs> you know, it never says that, but no, I think it's great. Yeah. I think that's a, I think that's a valid reaction, though. Like, at first, like, you have that quick assessment, like, wait, do, wait, no, no, yeah. it, it should be fine. Yeah. Yeah, no, you I mean, it's, a, it's such a knee-jerk reaction, it's just like, oh, shit, yeah. wait, that's different. You know, yeah. whatever. You I mean, 
That's fine. I think, yeah, especially with the fact that it's Harry Potter, and most of us, especially in our generation, like, we hold a significant tie to that book series. So, like, yeah. we're, 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 pretty, we're pretty protective of it, so. Yeah. Yeah. I was just, I was just surprised, but I think it's awesome, so. Yeah, cool. I think it's great. Okay. All right, well, thank you for tuning in and listening. Thank you. Bye. Thanks, Caitlin. Bye. Thank you. Bye. All right, that was Caitlin and her cat, Oliver. Uh, let's see. Who else yeah. we got here? Let's get one or two more. Let's okay. get a... Uh, Hello, Shay. Just unmute your mic and you'll be good to go. Hey. Hi guys. What's up? There it is. Hey. See a lot of you in the chat microphone. tonight? <laughs> Where are you coming from? Fort Lauderdale, Florida. I'm at home right now. Yeah. Oh, you look quite, quite comfortable, too. Leaned back. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm the... pretty happy. I'm not drinking like you guys, but if I was, I'd be happy, too. I'm sure. <laughs> uh, wait, why are you it's pretty good. It's I won't lie. Kind of a prerequisite. <laughs> <laughs> uh, any, it's, uh, any, it's, any feedback on the, anything we've spoken about today? Uh, the healthcare thing. Oh, is your premium gone up? Yeah. yeah. That affects I, everybody. I turn 26 next month, so I get kicked off of mom's health care. Oh, and shit. So I've been, I know. I've been dealing with all that, and mom just got on a plan, and she's like, I'm saving 300 bucks a month. I'm like, that's great. I'm spending 230 <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I know, right? I am yeah. your daughter. I need that money. I feel so like my parents... get it. Yeah. I feel like my parents are spending the same amount of money to cover themselves and my brother that I'm spending to cover myself. Amen, Laura. Well, <laughs> Laura, you're kind of a liability. That's why it costs more. <laughs> this is true. Yeah, look how much true. wine you drink before yeah. we even start. You drank a full bottle of wine before it's we even started. It's gone. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm freelance, so and my main company is based out of England, so I'm on my own for healthcare for mm-hmm. like the rest of my life. Does that mean oh, you uh, hop over to England from time to time? Um, I spend about a month in Europe every year, um, oh, but I, so I, cool. <laughs> I'm a reporter for car racing, so they fly me around the world and, like, around the country mostly. It's it's pretty cool. Oh, Dude, that is oh, an awesome F- That is yeah. a fantastic Yeah, job. you could do a lot worse. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So this so is my you, second podcast today. <laughs> are, are you traveling all the time then? Pretty much. I'm home December, which is really nice, but then January I go to Daytona twice, which isn't bad, and then fly to Australia. Oh, so. oh, <laughs> nice. Do you uh, have you ever been to the uh, the racing they do in Monaco? I have not, but I'm dying to, Matt. The problem oh, is it's yeah. a conflict, and it's always the same weekend as the Indy 500, which I always cover oh, too. I had no so, idea. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. You're yeah. living my dream. I, I, From the moment I watched Up in the Air, George Clooney, Anna Kendrick, <laughs> George Clooney's traveling all the time. I like, I want that. I realized I want that. I want to be flying everywhere all the time. No, okay, I mean, yeah. Okay. That, that can't be healthy. Like, literally spending like 300 out of 365 days in the air. Yeah, I, I do a lot of emergency to try and stay healthy. Yeah, like that's, Aww. you know. Yeah. It's no do, joke. Do you enjoy it? Do you enjoy all that traveling? Oh, I love it. I wouldn't trade it for the world. Ugh. Because, like, I've got friends, but nobody lives here. Everybody is somewhere else in the world. Oh, so, yeah. You just, um, hey, I'm in town. Want to hang out? I'm in Australia for a week. Well, it's not like I actually get to see anything. That's the crazy thing. I've been to Australia three times now. I've been to Sydney three times. I haven't seen the bridge or the harbor or anything like that. The Opera House? You haven't seen any of that? No, because you just go and you go straight to the racetrack. But, I mean, the racetrack itself is cool. Uh, What is is the coolest place you've been? Oh, God. Um, 
I love London and I love France. Um, it's really hard to pick. Probably France. And I used to hate France. But mm. I really? now that I've been, it's like awesome. Cool. But uh, yeah. Went to DC well, with my mom a few weeks ago and that was pretty cool too. So major props for that, Elisa. Dude, you should have hit me up, man. I love DC. Lisa wants to travel with you all the time. Seriously, let's go. Hey, I'm in. (laughs) All right. All right, well, thank you, Shay, for tuning in, and I'm really seriously jealous, and uh, let's chat. I want to hear more about your... Yeah. Tell me about your life. I know there's a racing thing in Huntington Beach in here, so let us know when you're in in town or something. Will do. Yeah. All right. Bye. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. That's Shay living my dream down in Florida. Let's have on one more person. Who haven't? I'm buzzed on champion. I can't remember who I've added and who I haven't. (laughs) Brittany, we haven't added Brittany. My God, you guys are the worst. You guys are lightweights. Like, for fuck's sake, we need to drink drink, more often. No, I drink a whole bottle of wine in like an hour. What do you want? We have a guest, Matt. Oh, (laughs) sorry. Brittany. Hello. Hello. Hi, Brittany. How are you? Hello. Oh, got a dog. Pooch. I hear oh, a pooch. Yes, that's my dog. Devastating. <gasps> oh my god, can you show us your dog? Here, Daisy, look. Say hi, Daisy. <gasps> Daisy. Oh, Daisy. Hi. Sorry. oh my god, she looks just like Harper. Oh, she does, actually. Not now, Harper. She's a Labrador and a Golden Retriever mix. <clears throat> where, are you, where are you in the country, Brittany? Um, I live in Indiana. Oh, another Midwesterner. Yeah, they're everywhere. How are you? What's what? What are you doing this holiday? Oh, just I'm hosting dinner this year. We moved to a new house, so I'm cooking and having over. So oh, cool, nice. Yeah. And I see you got the bookcase up, so your move uh, is going well. Yeah. Oh yeah, we moved in July, so oh okay, it's, it's all done. So <laughs> yeah. Uh, how did you react to Black Hermione? I thought it was great. I, I felt bad because my I totally whitewashed Hermione, and I thought, oh, God, I'm terrible, but I love it. Yeah, I think did. it's great. So. By the way, I'm only I'm only calling her Black Hermione because that's what J.K. Rowling called her on Twitter, so it's like, oh, okay, now it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I get it. It's okay, okay that she said it. Okay. I don't judge you. So, I like, speaking of this, I like the some the, something that Gabby, who we had on earlier, Gabby said in in the chat that the first thought that goes through your head is what society has trained you to think. But the second thought is how you actually really feel. So I kind of like that because it's understandable that like your knee-jerk reaction to something is not necessarily always going to be how you end up feeling about it in the end. So yeah, just wanted to throw that out there. Yeah. Mm Uh, another yeah. comment here, Elisa. This one's for you. This is from Kirsten. Elisa's eyeliner is on point, yo. It totally oh, is. It is. I, I was it. noticing it the entire show, and I was like, fuck. Like, I need her to teach me how to do that. <laughs> Drunk Laura loves Elisa's eyeliner. She wouldn't have said oh. that sober. Sober Laura just loves Elisa. I do. <laughs> I don't have any more wine. Laura, you need to, you need to get with it. All right. Well, Brittany, uh, thank you for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for having me on. Uh, yeah, no Pleasure problem. Brittany. You guys. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Too. Too. Bye. Merry Christmas. All right. So we have a few games to wrap up the show here. Um, thank you to everybody who uh, participated, who came into this chat here. But uh, get out. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Making up all my browser's resources. 
No, I, I'm sorry to the others who we... Let's see, who we all got here. Brittany, Catherine, Gabby, Jewel, Caitlin, Shay. Thanks for jumping in. Uh, we're going to move on now, though. So oh, No, I'm sorry. Lisa, you have organized a devil's advocate for us. Oh, no. I have. It's so, so late in this. <laughs> I'm so drunk. I can't. Oh no, bitch! Oh Guys, like no, I- I'm serious. Look, I just bought this today <laughs> for this Devil's show. Advocate. So I was thinking, this is our end of the year episode, and we're looking back on 2015, looking forward to 2016. So I want you guys to think, how do you feel about Millennial, the show? And I want you to argue the opposite of how you really feel about Millennial. <laughs> The show. Pretend like you are recommending or not recommending it to new listeners in 2016. What would you say? Uh, again, devil's advocate, so opposite of how you feel. And let's have Matt go up first. What? No, that? no, don't do me. Okay, no. we're gonna have Matt go up first. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so getting the timer need, ready. We need two minutes. You have to keep this going for two minutes. Oh my god. No, stop it! Wait. <laughs> now again, I want to. I want to say, feel free to, you know, to whatever whatever point you're making for millennial or against millennial. You know, bring up some specific points. What is it about this show that you really love or that you really hate? Uh, you know, feel free to to uh, to mention the most embarrassing or the best moments. However, it is that you're arguing. Uh, Ready, Matt? I'm gonna start the timer. <laughs> Go ahead. Ready? Go. All right. Um, well, I... Oh, it's opposite, right? So I love millennials so much. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, okay. I'm sorry. Uh, okay, so um, the reason why I really would never recommend this show to anybody is that all the hosts don't live in the real world. They really don't. Um, the fact that every time I listen to it, I hear very much just one side it's not diverse at all. Uh, these uh, these friends should not have become friends if they all share the same opinions and well, decided to true. do something. So uh, just the constant liberal, it just gets it just gets dull after every episode. And there are, I mean, there are plenty of of liberals out there. I don't have to hear all of them all the time. Like this is not what this show should have been. This should represent our generation in every view. Um, I don't really get the hashtag. I think it's a little too serious, and um, I try. It just sounds like th- these kids have really no idea what what the real world is like. They don't. They haven't lived off of their own jobs. They haven't gone through debt. They haven't traveled the world. They haven't seen anybody, and they think they know everything about what they, what they say. They're too. They they don't share the same opinions that I do, so they're wrong. I can't and... argue with you here because I'm agreeing <laughs> with half of this. <laughs> um, I mean, uh, in the end, like if you like snobby little uh, liberals who think that they know how the real world works, mm. then this show is for you. But for someone who actually has a master's in political <laughs> science, <laughs> I would not recommend this to anybody. Oh my god! Listen to Glenn Beck. <laughs> Uh, how much time do I have left? Um, you're good. You're good. You're okay. good. All right. 
that was, that was that really was good. Matt taking some inspiration some from from some of the negative iTunes reviews we got. <laughs> no, I remember. I actually had a list, and I tried to pull it up, but I, I, I just, I a just list. I, yeah, Can I you actually, study it every night. Well, yeah, I, I like this show. I want, I want the future to be good, so I say on <laughs> things. <laughs> okay, well, let's have. Let's have Laura go next. Oh, fuck. All right. So, again, however it is that you feel about Millennial, are you the opposite of it? Either recommend or not recommend it to new listeners in 2016. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Let's go. All right. Well, first of all, I would just like to say that I absolutely do not recommend this show. Um, the first reason is obviously, like, look at the host. They have an alcohol problem. There's like two out of the four of them that are severely bad. I'm not going to name them, but they have problems. You. Um, <laughs> the other issue is that, you know, it's something that Matt brought up, actually, that I really agree with. It really hit home with me. was the whole hashtag thing. Mm-hmm. A bunch of assholes. Who puts a hashtag in their name? And then proceeds to tell you that the hashtag is silent. Like, seriously, get the fuck over yourselves. <laughs> um, the next thing would be the you know, as Matt mentioned, the definite liberal bias that happens on this show. I mean, it's so imbalanced. Um, I definitely expect for random friends who are not professional politicians or news people at all to provide me with a balanced view on the news. Um, I expect random podcasts on iTunes to provide me with my news, <laughs> provide, with, provide me with my views. So I really resent the fact that this show does not cater to my own personal political biases. I find that incredibly problematic. Um, The next issue would be the fact that, like, there are... I don't even know what to say at this point, guys. I feel like I said everything. I've got 30 (laughs) seconds left. What do I say? Uh, Hey, how do you... Go ahead. How do you feel about Um, that? Well, they they also all support Hillary Clinton. That's the other problem. They don't support Bernie Sanders, and I think Bernie Sanders is, like, the best thing to happen to Democratic politics since, like, ever. So <laughs> the fact that they don't support Bernie Sanders just shows me that they're all bought by the Democratic political machine, and um, those guys can go fuck themselves. Hmm. done. <laughs> Joke's on you. All right. All right. <laughs> Andrew has his T-shirt there. I'm supporting Bernie. That was Bernie. so hard. It was so hard for me to argue against my own show. All right, Andrew, you're the last one. I'm going to wear this to Pride in June, Matt, by the way. Uh, no, no, seriously. Hopefully Bernie's still alive slash w- in the running. Just wait until your next gift, and then you can choose. Okay. I Andrew, think I, I can guess what it is. Do, do a live blog about it. <laughs> I can guess what it is. I know what you can guess what it is, and I'm not, I don't want to disappoint you. It's not what you're thinking. Okay. Andrew, you're the last I, I one. For Devil's Advocate, why don't you tell us, though, specifically, you know, when you're recommending or not recommending the show to people, Mm -hmm. specifically, how do you feel about the hosts? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I can't wait to hear this. Narrowin, specifically, how do you feel about the hosts? The opposite, of course. Okay, are you ready? All right, here we go. Yeah. All right, let's go. Go ahead. All right, so first of all, the, the main problem with all four hosts collectively is that none of them like vagina most of the time. And <laughs> I can't get behind a show that doesn't agree with my personal beliefs, so not a fan <laughs> of that. Uh, getting down to an a, a individual level, 
um, one of them wears suspenders to the live show, which is like so 80s. It's like, dude, get down with podcasting. We're in modern times right now. We're an ugly sweater. That's what the millennials do these days. Um, and then, and then the the two girls, uh, who who scissor each other but don't like vagina. Um, That's weird. They just they, they know everything, and it's so annoying. Meanwhile, the two guys are like, healthcare? What? Yeah, we pay it. We just said it's auto pay, and whatever comes out of our account, whatever comes out of our account, you know, Obamacare. It's really great. Um, uh, <laughs> hey, what, would you say, what would you say about Andrew? You're done. You're done. No, no, no. no. no, 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 no shut up, Laura. I want to hear this. Uh, oh, about me? Uh, he hosts the show. He thinks he knows. He he thinks he think he he has a big ego in front of him. He definitely doesn't. He de- he definitely doesn't. Oh, shit! What am I trying to say? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm perfect. Okay, it's hard to critique myself. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On that note, I I say it's it's time to move on. All right. No, fine. Yeah. Oh, good job, guys. Fuck him for thinking he's the leader. That was. <laughs> That that was a tough one, but that that was a, that, that was, was that was actually really, really hard. Tough. Yeah, yeah, that was hard to do without wanting to break down and cry and hate yourself. <laughs> well, I'm glad to send you all into therapy in yeah. the new year. No problem. All right. All right, Matt. Uh, Matt has prepared by request in the uh, Facebook group. People were asking for more Google that shit, so we're going to do Google that shit holiday edition. All right. So, um. So this was actually the hardest Google that shit I've ever had to do in my entire life. Uh, so because not many people like search for Christmas stuff, so I had to be a little creative. So um, so I, I got a few of them. So we'll see how it goes. I'm trying to lower your expectations because like like the holidays, like people like people who celebrate Christmas don't really use Google. So here we go. All right. Um, the first one is. Can I celebrate Christmas blank? Naked. <laughs> I was going to say, like, if I'm Jewish or if I'm Muslim, if I'm atheist. Yeah. If I'm naked. <laughs> With eggnog. All right. Uh, can I celebrate Christmas as an atheist? Uh, can I celebrate Christmas as a Buddhist? Can I celebrate Christmas as a Muslim? And can I celebrate Christmas and Hanukkah? I think that was from Micah. <laughs> <laughs> and the answer to all of those questions is yes. Yes. You can. Of course. I celebrate right. Christmas and Hanukkah. <laughs> all right. The next one. Okay. I don't know why, <laughs> but this is actually Christmas related. Why are there blank? Why are there what? Why are there blank stars in the sky? Why wait? Why are there why are there blank? Um, <laughs> why? Why? I, mean, like, you guys, <laughs> I can't. Why? I can't. I can't. This is what happened? All right. Good thing we're trying to limit this show. You Another guys, hour, we'd all be yeah. You guys are inebriate. You are really dragging me down. Okay, so why are there 12 days of Christmas? 
That there was the <laughs> Why are there twelve days of Christmas? No, there's yeah, there's there's like there's like thirty seven. Um the next one is why are there Syrian refugees? The next one is That's why... a good question, honestly. Yeah. Uh, I... That's um, the entire episode. <laughs> yeah, no, I know, but I, I was actually thinking right now. No, I was thinking about this earlier today. You see on the news all these refugees coming over, but they never explain why. They never explain why. So I, I that's a great question. Sorry. Uh, okay. So why are there Syrian <laughs> refugees? The next one is why are there sutures on the human skull? And the last one is why are there so many refugees? <laughs> Wait, how wow. is this Christmas themed? Because the first one was 12 Days of Christmas. <laughs> so it's Christmas. Yay, Christmas. Yay. Um, one of the okay. top searches wasn't, why is there glitter on top of reindeer's poop? I guess not. I guess kids don't Google that. I think they just assume. Uh, so the next one is Christmas. Guys, Christmas is not blank. Why are why are people searching for why do I have to pick up the reindeer's poop? Why isn't Santa doing this? Well, I think we all know the answer now. Because <laughs> yes, real do. assholes. <laughs> Sorry to break it to you, but neither is the tooth fairy. Okay. Okay. All right. What was the next question, Matt? Why? Oh, sorry. Christmas is not blank. Real. Celebrated. Where is <laughs> not <Christmas> Santa celebrated? <laughs> Wait. Can you repeat? <laughs> Christmas is not. Oh, blank. Christian. It's not Christian. We stole it from the pagans. It's fine. <laughs> Christmas is not real. Christmas is just. Um, Christmas is not fun. Christmas is not. All right. Magical. Because I, 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 I got more. Uh, we got to move on so we can finish the episode full. Uh, Christmas is not your birthday. Christmas is not Jesus' birthday. Christmas is not pagan. Christmas is not in the Bible. And Christmas is not a pagan holiday. Except it kind of is, but okay. Okay. I think Christmas is blank. What do you guys think? Five seconds. Boring. Commercialized. Not real. All right. Overdone. uh, Sorry. I think Christmas is you. I think Christmas is a hippopotamus. <laughs> what? Wait, Christmas is you? Christmas was is that in like a song? I, I'm guessing. Uh, I, I mean, I guess so. Those were the two only ones. Um, my Christmas tree is blank. On fleek. <laughs> On fire. <laughs> All right. Uh, my Christmas tree is not drinking water. Yeah, yeah, okay. True. My Christmas tree is going brown. Okay. My Christmas tree is dying. And my Christmas tree is delicious. Whoa. <laughs> what? what? This is why I buy a fake Christmas tree. Bought it at Walmart with Matt years ago. Still using the same one. It's still alive. It's still nice and green. Oh, yeah, that's right. All right, uh, last two, guys. All right, is Santa actually blank? Real. What? Yay. Is- White, it, yeah. Is that all right? Is Santa, okay, okay. Is Santa actually on? Oh wait, is Santa actually real? Is the top one. The next one is: Is Santa actually Satan? Uh, is yes. Santa actually a UPS man? 
I, you know, that one makes a lot of sense. Really poor good. kids. Yeah. They're like, wait, he can't truly deliver everything in one night. UPS. The answer okay. is fucking yes to all of those. He's, he's also the UPS man. It's UPS man. And my la- the last one I think is my personal favorite because it kind of is weird. Uh, Santa is actually Odin. Wait, like the like the like the god like, Odin. like from the Thor, yeah, like the god Odin. <laughs> Who the um, fuck is googling this? What kind of like Marvel? I don't know. Is sitting there? I don't know. Like I did this on incognito mode, and I logged okay. out of Google. This is like everybody. This is okay. this is the world. This is what they're asking on the internet. All right, and my last one. Oh, okay, in the in 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 kind of relation to Hermione. Okay. Kwanzaa. Is blank. Wait, I'm sorry. Jewish. How is that in relation to Hermione? Lame. Kwanzaa is. Hermione is African now. Fun, but okay, I'm not okay. I'm not. It was it was supposed to be a joke, I guess. (laughs) Kwanzaa is real. Okay, all right. Kwanzaa is not a real holiday. Kwanzaa is Jewish. No. No. True, Except true. not. Keep going. <laughs> and then the last one, um, Kwanzaa is bullshit. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That was me. Wait. I searched for that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Kwanzaa is bullshit. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Matt, for I that. Think that was, I think that was someone who had to celebrate it. I think that was just like, this holiday is bullshit. I, don't I want Christmas. All right, so Laura, to wrap us up today, you have a game for us. I do. So this game is called Who Said It? And for those of you who may not have played with us before, the way that it works is I give you a quote, and then I give the three hosts, um, three people who might have said it, and they have to choose who they think said it and justify why, okay? Mm-hmm. So you guys ready? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just going to let you all play all the quotes. I'm not going to, like... Make you take turns. Hold on, pause for a second. Laura or Elisa just wrote in our group chat the most <laughs> drunken text message I've ever seen. I'm I apostrophe apostrophe goof for twenty more mints if I mince who Caesars I apostrophe space am drunk. <laughs> Fuck you in the asshole. I had to share. It was too good. (laughs) No, it's asshole. I was just saying, I am good for like 20-ish more minutes. Can somebody please order Elisa some pizza? I think she needs some food. I really need some pizza. All right, go ahead, Laura. Oh my god, I can't. Okay, the first quote is... Try and compose myself for this. The question... Isn't who's going to let me? It's who's going to stop me. Yeah, I know this one. Fuck. Okay. Go for it. You have to answer last. Bitch. All right. The choices are Ayn Rand, Angela Merkel, or Margaret Thatcher. Thatcher. What do you think, Matt? I'm sorry, what? I'm sorry. Okay, you lose. You lose. Okay. Uh, Margaret Thatcher. That's all I heard. Okay. Elisa. I'm going to say Thatcher. Really? Or Ayn Rand. I was about to say, I thought you knew 
I was trying, listen, I was trying not to give it a word. I was like, I thought you knew this one. And Ayn Rand. But... All right, you all lose. The answer is Ayn Rand. Uh, Sorry. The next quote, you guys will really like this one. Okay. I've gone through so many books at this point that there are not a tremendous number of ideas that are worth my time. Hmm. The choices are Steve Jobs, Martin Scarelli, or Emerson <laughs> Sparts. Oh, that's either Emerson Sparts or Mel or Martin Scarelli. Because they're kind of the same person. But <laughs> Let's just make this clear. Emerson Sparts is an idiot. And then Martin Scarelli is the one who jacked AIDS medication prices by like 500%. Just making sure so, that we know who we're going to I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say Martin Scarelli on that one, actually. Okay. I'm going to um, say Steve Jobs. Yeah, I'm going to say Steve Jobs. All right. You guys were all wrong. The answer was Emerson Sparks. I have no comment. I have <laughs> lots of comments. I have comments. so many comments. There's just Lots more, of comments. More. This is going to be my next blog. <laughs> <laughs> For anybody who doesn't know, we all used to work for that person. Anyway, Andrew's going to quit the show now. So <laughs> the next one is, I think there does need to be give and take on both sides. And this idea that sex is kind of a woman's right to absolutely withhold, um, just as the idea that sex is a man's right to demand. I think they both need to be moderated, so to speak. What? Your choices are Tony Abbott. Rick Santorum or David Cameron? Okay, definitely Rick Santorum. <laughs> okay, what do you guys think? David Cameron. Okay. Mm, I'm going to say Santorum as well. Okay. You guys were actually all wrong. This was Prime Minister of Australia, Tony Abbott. Oh, man. What? Yeah, it's a great reminder that even other countries elect these like right wing idiots. So good job, Tony Abbott. And the very last one comes from, well, I don't want to say who comes from. The quote is, I get letters from little girls begging me to adopt them. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. Donald Emerson Trump. Emerson Sparks. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. The choices are Angelina Jolie, Kim Kardashian, or Donald Trump. <laughs> Donald Trump, all the I way. Donald Trump. Trump, yeah. Oh For my sure. God, did I did I say it even before you mentioned it? Wait, who did you guess? Well, I said Donald Trump early on. So I mean, it seems like something he would say, but it was actually Kim Kardashian. Oh wow. Yeah, oh, wow. I don't know why anybody would want her to adopt them. That sounds <laughs> awful. A couple more comments here from the live chat. Kirsten says, my family is leaning over, watching this. They're Republicans. It's perfection. I'm so sorry. Except not. I'm not sorry at all. There's nothing wrong with Republicans at all. Yes, it's, there is. No, no, there's not. No, there's not. There's it's, not. It's, Most of our family are Republican. It's the Tea Party that's infiltrated it. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Sasha says, congratulations on graduation, Laura. Thank you. Okay. That's why I'm so drunk right now. Alyssa <laughs> says, Alyssa, meanwhile, is laughing at you. She says, LOL, Laura, trying to keep it together. I'm doing a really good job. Oh, we're not. Like, <laughs> Listen, no. I've been worse. You guys have all seen me worse. Yes. Oh, I've, seen, I've yeah. seen worse. <laughs> yeah, we, we all have in the millennial group. We have a photo of that. 
Check out the Millennial Facebook group if you want to see a great photo of Laura back in the day. I'm really beautiful. Were you mad at me, by the way, for posting that photo? Not at all. Not at all. I think I think that picture really captures just, like, my inner beauty yeah. and, like, just the, the elegance with which I approach life. So I, I wish was, we knew I what we were talking about. Jamie was sitting directly across from you. I remember what it was. What? No, I remember what it was. Jamie, Jamie and I were arguing over the war in Afghanistan. <laughs> I remember this because Laura actually emailed me from emailed. England. She emailed me. And she was like, I just got into a huge fucking argument with Jimmy Lawrence over Afghanistan. Oh my god. Oh my like, god. Bitch, it's Harry Potter. What are you doing? Yeah. That's exactly what I want to talk about drunk in a London pub in 2007. Exactly. Before Harry Potter's release. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we should have been talking about Black Hermione back then. What? <laughs> we should have. No, we should have been one step ahead. Yeah, exactly. I'm. I. I want Asian Ron. That's what I want for the play sequel. Why not? If they okay. find All right. the right actor, who cares? Hey, I could play Asian Ron, right? <laughs> you could. You could. You know, people Laura's want. fucking laughing. That's racist, Laura. You're racist. We're gonna get like twelve <laughs> emails in like the next twenty-four hours, being like Laura's racist. No fucks. I mean, I would honestly be offended if we didn't. Well, thank you everybody for listening. It's been a wonderful season, first premiere season of Millennial. We've reached I can't believe here. this. Like, guys, like, really, like, can we just, can I get real on your asses for a second? Like, this no. is, yeah, sure. This is the, this is the finale of our first year doing this show. Like, I know it's been all light and happy, but like, we, we it's really been a long year. We really should like acknowledge the fact that we've gone through an entire year after not doing podcasting for like five together. Well, okay. The four of us. I didn't want your life story. Yeah, but like the the four like the the four of us. No, you're right. You're totally right. It's and been so good. It has good been podcasting with you all. I mean, no, it was. So let's just let's just be honest. It was good, and then Micah quit, and then it was great. <laughs> Right. Well, I think, I, honestly, like, it originally was the four of us, and we we did want Micah on to, for the show because we did miss him. But um, <laughs> the I, 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 I will have to say that it has been an absolute pleasure doing this show for a full year with the four of you and having everybody who has listened to us since the first episode and even before that. So I just want to say, yeah. I just want to, I just want to give my, my, I'm really drunk. <laughs> <laughs> gratitude. gratitude. My gratitude. Thank you. And appreciation that we have been able to do this for a full year and um, hopefully we can do more. No, it's been a, it's been a great year. It's obviously been a lot of fun. Uh, the reason we kind of broke it up into seasons, or that's been our you know, plan, is because we wanted to maybe change things up season to season. Are we going to change things up? Eh, probably not. It's worked out pretty well. I mean, we'll introduce new segments. And <laughs> there stuff. might only be three I, of us. I think we are far too lazy to do that, but we'll try. No, 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 no. We have some, we have, we actually have a meeting coming up in a few days, and we have some new segment ideas that I'm very excited about. Uh, I know that we're pushing in 2016 for more interviews. Um, I know that we're pushing for more uh, guest hosts because we want to have more. We want to have more expertise on the show, not just the four of us, but more people who actually know what they're talking about. about. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We want to have more. So one of the things that I'm really interested in because I think it suits the show really well 
is, for example, having someone on a prominent member of the online gaming community because it both it fits the millennial theme, but also has some opportunity to talk about politics and 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 gender issues within gaming. So things like that. I think we're looking forward to 2016 a lot. Um, but I just I don't know. I know it's really cheesy, and I am also super fucking wasted. But I do want to thank everybody because. I've had an incredible time. I know when we started Millennial, we all we all started it because we were just friends with each other, and we just really wanted an avenue to to, to talk to each other every week regularly and have fun. And the fact that everyone has stuck with us from MuggleCast to Imprint to Smart Mouse to this has been, I mean, genuinely, genuinely touching and, and mind-boggling. So mm-hmm. thank you, all of you. Yeah. yeah, and I know I know that something that a lot of you guys say is that you feel like when you're listening to this show, you're kind of like listening to your friends. We feel the same way, like interacting with you guys. We definitely we feel like this community yes. is made up of people that we're friends with, and it's definitely. just it's awesome. Yeah. You guys are awesome, and thank you so much for supporting us during this first year. It's been yeah. incredible. Actually, there's a comment here from Gabriella. She says, I keep looking at my fiancé and saying, I feel like I'm hanging out with my friends right now. Mm-hmm. We love you, Gabrielle. Seriously. Meanwhile, Taylor says, I'm impressed by how composed everyone is, given how much the hosts have had to drink. Not even slurring. I'm impressed. You well, know, something we're, that... we're always drunk. That's, I think that's the secret. <laughs> For every episode. That's true. We've You're just used to hearing us drunk. Yeah. All right, well, thank you, everybody, for tuning in live. This video, of course, well, as you'll know if you're watching after the fact, will be available to everybody. Um, so, yeah, thank you to everybody who tuned in. Got some great feedback. It was fun looking through it and reading it all as we were doing this show here. Um, I know one of our goals in the future for Season 2 may be more of a live element, which we'll share with you guys in the new year. Yes. And uh, speaking of Season 2, our next episode will be Wednesday, January 13th. It looks like nobody died on the season finale, so I guess all four of us will be back. Yeah. Not we yet. made it, guys. I- I've been we waiting for somebody to lurk through, like, Laura's bedroom and, like, come through that open doorway and just stab her in the head. It would be pretty creepy. What it would be. F- you never know. Yeah. All right. Um, and actually, you know, you may think the show is over, but we're going to do After Dark right after this. Um, and it's going to be open to everybody, of course, because we're doing it live and it's season finale. So, hey, why not? Um, that's what? Nothing. I'll tell you later. I know this is an after dark. No, I'm nothing. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, just, Laura's just so fine. flustered. All right. Um, closing song. Do we have a closing song? There was one here, but then it disappeared. I thought you said um, you couldn't play music. Well, but I could edit it in. Oh. I was going right. to pretend um, like we were going to play it. I don't know. Oh. Like, let's do um that that LMFAO song. Shots, 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 shots. I like okay, it. Okay, our closing sh- song is. Oh, I just almost slurred. Our closing song is "Shots" by LMFAO. Love that song. Hit hit of the year. Uh, thanks again, everybody, for listening. Visit our website. Blah 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 blah. Patreon supporters, by the way, you're gonna have new content over our ho- our holiday break. Even though we're gonna not gonna be releasing episode, new episodes in the public, we'll be releasing some stuff over the two weeks. Uh, patreon.com slash millennial. Thank you everybody for listening. I'm Andrew. I'm Elisa. I'm Laura. And I am Matt. And they're all drunk. I'm not done. <laughs> See everybody. Really year. Happy <laughs> for you, Lisa. Happy <laughs> New Year. Happy New Year to everybody and happy Happy holidays. New Year. Happy New Year. We'll, we'll see you <laughs> sober.
Shots, 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 shots,